Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it is time once again for another episode of Bad Language. My name is Brian Anthony Davis, you can call me Bad, and I am so glad to be with you once again here, courtesy of the Fans First Sports Network. You know, the NFL season is ramping up, and Still Curtain Network is one of the flagships of FFSN, and we are so glad that we have a seat at the table at what could be revolutionary as far as podcasts go. So make sure you check it out. It doesn't matter what kind of fan you are. If you are a casual fan or you're a diehard, we have everything for you. And it's just not Pittsburgh Steelers. There are teams all over that have great, and I am telling you, great coverage here on Fans First Sports Network. You know, it's college football, it's college basketball, it's NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, it's soccer, both overseas and here in the States. You know, Fans First Sports Network has it all. Professional wrestling is getting in the mix as well. So you got to check all that out. So you might be a fan of the Steelers checking us out here, but you might be a fan of the Oakland A's. And if you are, there's an A's podcast. You know, Pittsburgh fans are loving the fact that the Penguins just made a trade, a big trade, a blockbuster trade. And that's something you can check out here on Fans First Sports Network as well. So no matter what you like, go find it here. Wherever you download your favorite podcast, that's the way to go. Now, for you Steeler fans, there's more than just Steel Curtain Network. So make sure you check out the Steelers Afternoon Drive. Also, check out Breakfast with Ben's. There's so much stuff and more coming. So we have it all here for you. But if you want the landmark flagship, we're here at SCN, Steel Curtain Network. Hope you got a chance to catch another great episode of Jeff Hartman's Let's Ride. It's every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Drilling in at 5 a.m. So that's when you get a hold of it wherever you download your favorite podcast. Later on today, another episode of The Hangovers coming up. Then tomorrow, you've got Here We Go, The Steelers Show, me and Kevin Smith doing it. Then it's The Scobro Show. In between that, another episode of The Fix with Jeremy Betts and Andrew Wilbar. So good stuff all week long. I could keep on going, but we need to talk Steelers, and we need to talk something that is on my mind. All right, two weeks of Steeler camp. It's in the books. That's a big deal at Latrobe. Yeah, there's been some injuries, and it's very scary. And I, I hate the fact that the Steelers lost some guys for the entire season. You know, especially Corey Trice and Alfonso Graham. They make that list. I thought they were both going to contribute 
in their rookie seasons. With Alfonso Graham, he is remaining with the team. He is officially on injured reserve. He cleared waivers, so he's with the team. Corey Trice, he'll be back next year as long as everything goes well with rehabilitation on both of those injuries. You know, you might have a Calvin Austin the third situation here with a guy like Corey Trice. So when I say a Calvin Austin the third situation, you know, they get a chance to stick with this team. When I spoke to CA3 in the offseason, he said, you know, it's not like I'm a full rookie next year. It'll be my first time playing with the team in games, God willing. But what's going to happen is you're going to notice that I traveled with the team. I went to meetings. I worked out with the team. I did all this. So you will be seeing somebody for the first time. But they have a lot of experience. And that year of experience just being around the team is a big deal. Corey Trice will get that as well. So I can't wait to see his addition next season. Wanted to see it this season, but we're going to have to wait for that. This also reminds me of a non-injury situation from the 1980s. The 1981 number one pick of the Pittsburgh Steelers was a guy named Keith Gary out of the University of Oklahoma. He went to the Montreal Alouettes instead. And Keith Gary didn't show up in Pittsburgh until 1983. So very good player for them. Was he a blockbuster guy? No. But he added a lot to a very good defense in the 1980s. And when they added him in, the Steelers threw in another rookie to the mix is what it seemed. And he wasn't. He was an experienced guy. He wasn't a rookie. But he was new to the team. So that's a big addition. So that's what I'm thinking about here. But I want to talk about a guy like Calvin Austin III. I'm seeing him show up on lists. And I tell you what, sometimes lists this early are downright dumb. So I'm looking at the players that thrive, key stealer players, winners from week two. Then I see the loser list, key players struggling for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And when I see both, and especially when I see rookies on it, or first-year players like CA3. I ponder the significance of it. This is just a list to get out. And hey, I'm in the blogosphere. I know. I've put out these kind of lists. I've done these kind of things. I've attached my name to it. Yeah. Sometimes we've got a quota. Sometimes we've got to get something that's going to get clicks. But right now, you're sounding the alarm on some players when you really don't need to do. Now, the winner's list is encouraging because that highlights what a player is doing well. Does it mean that they are the next superstar? No. But it does make you feel good. So some of the guys that I've seen on this list are guys that I expect to be on this list. Like George Pickens. George Pickens... Is making a lot of noise right now. Going one-on-one with Joey Porter Jr. And Joey Porter Jr. has been turning heads as well for being able to hang with George Pickens. Now, 
Pickens is winning some of those battles. Maybe it's 60-40. Maybe it's 55-45. He's going viral because, man, he is dominating. And he's making some catches that you would not believe. Some Odell Beckham-type catches. Now, his route tree isn't perfect yet, George Pickens. But he's showing that he could be the best in the world. And eh, that's something that he has no problem proclaiming, that he's the best in the world. And his teammates are saying as well. Then you have Kenny Pickett coming out and saying, he's the best athlete I have ever played with. Man, he is going to be something. But a lot of things come along with something. There's also things to worry about with something. But that's not what you worry about right now in year two. You worry about him turning the page. Him turning the corner. I like that a little bit better. You like him proclaiming himself as upper echelon. Now, we've seen it before. We saw Chase Claypool two years ago saying he's going to be get close to 2,000 yards in a season. And it didn't quite happen. And now we see where Chase Claypool is now. Doesn't mean that Chase Claypool's career is over. He could have a resurgent. But right now, that resurgence with the Bears doesn't matter to Steelers fans. All it knows is it netted Joey Porter Jr. and Broderick Jones. It netted both of those guys. Now you're going to say, no, they didn't get that. That Broderick Jones pick was their own pick. I get it. But it afforded them to not have to choose between the two of them. They initially chose with Broderick Jones. But if they didn't have that second pick, maybe they go Joey Porter there. Maybe they go for the corner. So y- you don't know. That's why I'm saying that. But Joey Porter Jr. has been doing well. He's still a rookie, but grades are really good. Now he doesn't have Corey Trice in his rear view mirror or in his side view mirror. He's now the man in waiting, the man to get that spot. And luckily they have guys like Levi Wallace. And, of course, Patrick Peterson to play ahead. But I'm not not really talking about Joey Porter Jr. I'm talking about George Pickens. He's becoming the guy, and he's made that list, and people are excited about it. Other guys to make that list, you've got to be careful with. Because one guy on the loser list last week was Darnell Washington. And I look at a, another list for this week that says key Steelers players struggling is Darnell Washington. Then I look at top five winners and I see Darnell Washington. Will the real Darnell Washington please step up? We're grading guys. The team's not grading these guys. We are. And we're telling you what you should think right now based on a couple of us showing up at practice or reports from practice. You gonna believe those reports? I want to hear what the coaches have to say. 
And when Mike Tomlin says the guy has more work to do, that's when you know he has more work to do. He's still going to say that about a guy like George Pickett, still has more work to do. Sure. But there's some things to look at here. And Darnell Washington was on the loser list last week. Then he takes out, I don't want to say takes out, but he successfully blocks TJ Watt, the defensive player of the year from 2021, and very well could have been last year had he not been hurt. The all-time season sack leader tied with Michael Strahan. Yeah, he cleared way. He's blocking like the six, seven man that he is. And he's young. He's a young guy. He's still 21. Young player. He's catching balls. Now, I look at the losers list. And there's Darnell Washington. He's getting called off sides. He's having communication problems with the quarterback on some routes. But then I see other lists that say, my gosh, he's catching everything in sight. The good thing is we haven't heard about him dropping balls. So that's a good thing. I ask you, what is camp for? Especially for a rookie. It's to grow. And here's the great thing about Darnell Washington. He does not have to be your savior, folks. Doesn't. All he has to do is gain experience this year. Pat Fryermuth is there. He's your guy. Connor Hayward is there. Zach Gentry is there. Darnell Washington is making this team. If you look at Madden 24, Darnell Washington is already all pro. He's a superstar. What he's doing in that game, it's absolutely amazing. And when I say what he's doing in that game, it's when you look at the... Uh, what do they call them? The uh, the trials, the uh, simulations. That's what I'm looking at. Simulations. When you look at those simulations, Darnell Washington is just a beast, a tight end. He's more than Travis Kelsey. You're not going to see the crisp route running right now. But what's he supposed to do? He is supposed to learn to be able to communicate with Kenny Pickett and any other quarterback but he's catching some touchdowns in camp. Just can't wait to see this guy in a game. And that's why I'm so jazzed for Friday night against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Note to fans for sports network. If you want to put me on a plane, I could be ready. I could be at the airport in a moment's notice. I'll go to that game. So you're saying Darnell Washington is somebody saying Darnell Washington's on the great list? Someone's saying that, well, he's big, but he's got all these problems. You're going to have false starts. When you're learning cadences, when you're learning, this is two weeks in. That's going to happen. But the thing that you've got to get excited about here is when you see that Darnell Washington was on a loser's list last week and a winner's list in somebody else's mind this week. 
aren't you supposed to see a progression? Aren't we all supposed to see a guy get better each day with that experience? That's what gaining experience is. That is what camp is. My gosh, you're probably so tired of me bringing up Troy Polamalu. Troy Polamalu struggled 20 years ago in camp, 2003, as a number one pick. There are people calling him a bust. We need this instant gratification from these players. No, we don't. We do not. We need them to grow each day. Growth is the key. Growth is the key at your job too. The only time growth is not the key is if you're a weight loss specialist. You don't want to see them grow. Maybe you want to see them grow mentally. But that's it. Now, all I'm saying is these lists are insane. We're going to talk about some more of these guys. And the moral of this whole story, I'm going to be talking about later when I wrap everything up, but it's like we cannot grade this early. Just like we can't grade two days after a draft or the same day as a draft. We cannot grade. That's the bottom line. Let's take a break. We will be back right after this with the conclusion of bad language. Oh my gosh. We are doing it. The Steelers are playing a real game real soon. And we're talking more. Stick with us. Fans First Sports Network. Steel Curtain Network. Love my new music. Well, it's been out a couple weeks now. So I'm trying some new stuff. I'm still a big Jerry Cherry guy, but branching out a little bit. You will still hear plenty of JCB. But this is from my royalty-free network, I guess, that they provide us here at Fans First Sports Network. And my gosh, that one guy. You know what? I'm going to play this again. Listen to how excited this one guy sounds. They're partying. That's what bad language is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be a party. Pittsburgh Steelers are a party. And we are partying because there's a real game coming up. Yeah, it's preseason. And I know we can say wins and losses don't matter. You know, and it's true. Dave Schofield talked about that the other day. And when Dave Schofield talks... I don't disagree. And the reason I don't disagree is that guy knows what he's talking about. When Jeff Hartman talks, I don't disagree. That guy knows what he's talking about. And they're always talking about how preseason is about growth. And we just talked about growth. We talked about plenty of growth. But there's something satisfying about winning that preseason game too. 
Now, D- Dave even mentioned that. He's like, you know, winning is, is icing on the cake, but it's not the most important thing. I think it's important just for the fact that you could see a team pull it out. Probably one of the most satisfying preseason games I have ever seen in my lifetime was last year against Seattle. Man, that was a great game, and Kenny Pickett pulls it out at the end. You're like, we've got something. Now, it was from guys that are working at a car wash now. It was against those guys. Or they're in the XFL or in the USFL, which I've been a big fan of since its inception in the 1980s, 1983. Still a big Pittsburgh Muller fan. Speaking of Pittsburgh Mullers, Marcus Gilbert, he hooked on with, I believe, the Miami Dolphins this week. Good for him. Love me the Mullers. Would love to see him back in black and gold someday. I, I think he's a good player. Great year interception leader for the USFL. I want the XFL. Hey, Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Get Pittsburgh an XFL team too. That'd be awesome. Do it. I would be there. I'd be all about it. Would sure have a crazy name. But I, I would be all for it. All right. Let's get back to these lists. Winners and losers, and everybody has their winners and losers list. I'm sure, I'm not saying that we don't have one. We might. We definitely might have one. But I haven't seen it. And if not, I'm just not paying attention, then I'll get yelled at because, man, you need to pay attention better to what we're doing. (laughs) And they're right, I should. And I do. But I miss some things. There's a lot of things crumbled into this cranium. But the thing about these lists, don't pigeonhole a guy as a winner or loser right now. Especially a rookie. Now there's some other guys on this list. And just because you're a winner on this list doesn't mean that you are the next superstar of the team. But some of these guys here that I'm looking at, it makes you feel better when you see Isaac Sayamalo on this list. Hope I pronounced that right. Hey, did you see the depth chart yesterday? The Steelers released the first depth chart. It was great because they gave you a pronunciation guide on the bottom of it. Samalo was one of them, and I'm pretty sure I got it right. But it's pretty funny. And they they actually had, uh, for somebody's, and I can't remember exactly whose it was, for somebody on the death chart, they actually had a pronunciation like, it sounds like this. I'm definitely going to have to look that up, and and I will. And you know what? I'm going to tell you because it's right in front of me. I just have to enlarge. Oh, yeah. Levi Wallace. All caps, L-E-E dash V-Y-E and in parentheses, like the jeans. <laughs> oh, I love that stuff. Now, this is good entertainment. Uh, I love it. Uh, you know, the city, not San Diego, the Los Angeles Chargers actually do a really good job. Jeff Hartman always talks about how they're entertaining, especially their Twitter feed. You know, 
this is entertaining to me that they actually did this. I don't even know if they were trying to be entertaining when they put this out. But if they do, th that would be great. Say Amalo. Okay. So I, I might have done it wrong. I don't even know what I just said. I have to go turn back and, and check. But Isaac Sayamalo. That's how the Steelers want us to pronounce it. Isaac Sayamalo's on that list as a winner. Now, has the offensive line been amazing? No. They, they've, they've shown some messiness throughout the two weeks. But that doesn't mean that they're bad. They're, they still much improved. It shows that Sayamalu is a guy that you can definitely depend on. But I've seen Mason Cole on some losers list last week, and he had like a bad snap. Stop it. You're allowed to mess up, especially in practice. Now, I'm sure some of the younger guys that are undrafted free agents, they have less margin for error. But it's going to happen. Two guys that people are talking about a lot, and you need to move him up on your depth chart, is Braden Fehoko and Quan Alexander. Fehoko looks like that. He's not flashy. He's just a beast. He looks like that nose tackle that is going to just uh, have his lunch pail, go to work, and level some people. Love it. He's definitely one of those guys you don't think about. But, it, I mean, he's a throwback. Braden Fehoko will be one of your guys that you like. Quan Alexander's one that a lot of people are making a big deal about. Everybody's like, sign Quan Alexander. You got to sign him. You got to bring him in. And then they bring him in. They're like, yeah, well, um, it's just another ho-hum linebacker. Just another guy. No. He comes in. He's like, man, I'm going to start knocking people around. Gloves are off. He didn't say gloves are off, but he, he said something to that extent is like, I'm serious. And he he's, he's mad that other teams passed on him. Steelers did not. Steelers took their time. Might have been a money issue. But man, he has been not only popping people, but he's playing well in coverage. That doesn't mean that Cole Holcomb, who we've seen on a winner's list, doesn't mean that he is going to uh, take over his job, Cole's job. Doesn't mean that Landon Roberts is going to lose his job. There's going to be a rotation, and that's not a bad thing. Defensive football is rotation football. Has been. Jack Lambert might not be a three-down back this time of year. This, this point in his career 40 years later. Wouldn't be. Three down backer, excuse me. There's other guys, you know, I mentioned winners and losers. I hope Nick Herbig is okay. Both him and Nate, his brother, the big brother Nate, went out on Saturday. Nate came back right away and looked pretty good. He was there instead of Kevin Dotson. Very interesting. When Samalu. Did not play. Then you have his brother Nick, 
who looked like a superstar the first two weeks. And they love what they're seeing from him. If he plays this week, I don't know if he's playing against Tampa Bay. Hip flexor scares me. That could linger. That could put him on a loser's list because he's suddenly not playing with all the fervor that you expect out of him. That's why we got to stop with these lists. They're just, I mean, not ready for him. Now, in season, I don't have a problem with that. Jeff Hartman does winners and losers from Steelers Week 4 game, Steelers Week 7 game. Yeah, we should. Because that's just the truth. But right now, it's not the truth. You're not seeing these true guys. So we're excited about guys like Holcomb right now and Quan Alexander, and definitely Nick Herbig. But it doesn't mean as much until we're at week four and they're on the winner's list. Let's say week four. Yeah, week four, true colors come shining through. I mean, they start on week one. But by week four, you, you kind of got an idea. Who is for real? And for me, the struggle is not real. We're saying these players are struggling. It's not real. Calvin Austin III has been on winner's lists from pulling in big balls and showing that he's a deep threat. Then he's on loser's list because, well, he's struggling because he doesn't run routes great. He's just like Washington. We talked about, you know, give the him time you need time another guy I saw on the struggling list Dan Moore Jr he's going up against Alex Highsmith but I'm seeing some spots where look Dan Moore took care of Highsmith here Highsmith got a big contract for a reason he's the potential to be a superstar he got a big deal he is good if you look at edge rushers and outside linebackers, the Steelers will have possibly two in the top 10 or two in the top 15. These guys, if healthy, are both going to, should have double-digit sacks. They should. They're saying that Broderick Jones has struggled a bit. And man, he's got to learn it too. Dan Moore Jr. is number one on the depth chart for a reason. And he's always going to be. You're always going to see that veteran number one. But that's something you've got to pay attention to. The fact that he's out there and he's doing it and you want to bring Broderick Jones along slowly so he's not playing against a Bosa and a Garrett in the first two weeks. Yeah. You want to bring them along slowly. Hey, remember 2004? The plan was to bring Ben Roethlisberger along slowly. Didn't happen. Because reality, reality came in. You know, you're like, ooh, yeah, we got to play him now. So the moral to this whole story 
is that, yeah, these lists are fun to read. They're encouraging. And then we worry for nothing on some of these other guys. But why should we worry right now? Just embrace the good stuff right now. Let the coaches, because the coaches' opinion, they mean the most. So again, the struggle is not real. Not right now, it isn't. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. This has been Bad Language on the Steel Curtain Network, and I ain't apologizing for nothing. <laughs> <laughs>